0: Hey you, this is Melissa from Angel Connection Presents Exploring the Unexplained. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Show your support by donating at the Angel Connection Patreon page. Your donation allows us to share our experiences, knowledge, and information about these very unique topics. Thank you, patrons, for your support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and visit our website at angelconnection11.com. Now on to the episode. Hey you, welcome to Angel Connection Presents Exploring the Unexplained. Hi, I'm your host, Melissa Gabriel.
1: And I'm Peter Borgia. So, Mosa, so what are we actually talking about today?
0: Signs and symbols and how we know spirit is working with us.
1: I love that topic.
0: It's going to be so much
1: fun. It is.
0: So, a couple of things that have come up, different questions and readings that I've done are, like, how do they know when their loved one is around them? Or, I will hear stories about how they associate that their loved one is around them. Recently, I did this reading and it was very interesting because in the reading, I was seeing pennies and I was connected to this girl's grandfather. And I like, does your grandfather leave you pennies to let you know that he's around? And her eyes popped open. And she goes, yes. She goes, I even found one in my bed. Which is really cool because I mean, there's not much chance for change to just end up in your bed and in between the sheets and whatnot. Unless you fall asleep with your clothes on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that was such good validation for her that he brought it through in that reading. And I've had other clients that have told me they will find exact change. Like I think the number was. 37 or 32 or something like that. And she'd just be going out for a walk and find change on the ground, and it would always add up to whatever that particular number was. And she knew that whichever loved one it was, was around her. So yeah, pennies from heaven.
1: I know another common one that a lot of people do see has to do with feathers. And I know that way I interpret it is anytime you see a feather or you come across a bunch of feathers, I always take it as a sign that the angels are always nearby. They're watching over you. So I always keep a couple of feathers in my car.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. Um, And I have another little story about I was doing a reading for a woman and her husband was coming through and he said, pay attention and listen. And I was seeing one of those little fluffy feathers, almost like a down feather. And I said, you know, that I think you're going to see one of those and you're going to need to listen and and know that he's around you. And about a week went by and she texted me and she sent me this picture and it said, I'm listening. And there was this little fluffy white feather in her hand. So it's so
1: cool. Cool. There was actually this one time when I was doing a reading for this lady. Actually, it was kind of just a passing by, and I was just chatting with her, and I knew her personally. And I was talking to her, and I saw this crow, and the crow actually ended up starting to like just take mid-flight. And so I expressed her, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing this, and I feel like this is a message for you. This is a sign and something to look for. And I feel like you're going to come across this moment of when this bird takes flight, and I feel like you'll know what it means Well, come to find out what crows actually means is expect a big change. So when I told her that, I didn't really know what it was about or why she was going to get this. Well, I get a message from her, I want to say about a month later, and she's like, hey, I just got to let you know that crow that you told me about, she's like, I actually saw it. She's like, I was driving and this crow took right off right in front of me. And basically, I could see its eye while I was driving, and it was one of those things that just stood right out, and I knew it was symbolic meaning, because when I was seeing it, I actually was having a conversation with my friend about what to do with my husband if I wanted to stay or go. So it's kind of funny how I saw that crow and kind of fit to the representation of what she was actually going through with expecting a big change in her life.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And speaking of birds, um, cardinals, so many times people will say, oh, I saw a cardinal and I knew it was so-and-so, my dad or my spouse. And dragonflies are another one that people will see a dragonfly or the dragonfly will literally land on them. And they just know that this is a sign from their spirit loved one. And I guess I want to say that if that's your first instinct is that this is a sign from whoever is on the other side. Go with that because more than likely that is exactly what is happening. But we tend to dismiss things with a logical mind. And I'm one of those people that need the big neon signs and things repeated. And so numbers are a big thing for me. I will see 111 or 1111 when I know I'm on the right path. And there's kind of an interesting story about when I wrote my book, I woke up in the morning and I was in Florida vacationing with friends. And when I woke up, I heard short stories. And I'm like, oh, I could write short stories. I had previously written the story about my miracle healing four years prior, and I didn't know where to go. So do I take the story forward? Do I go back into my childhood where things were weird and happened? And I, I, it just kind of was stuck for four years. And then short stories, I was like, I could do that. That would be easy. I just need to break down all these really cool things and make short stories out of them. And on that day, I was going down to see another friend down in in St. Petersburg and – on the way there, I saw the exit sign was 111, the mileage turned 111, so there was all these these signs on the way there. And the interesting thing was, I should have arrived there probably around noon, but there were so many things that stopped, and I had to stop and pee so many times. <laughs> and like one time I stopped and the restroom at the rest area was closed, so then I had to go find someplace else. But the long of the short of the story is I arrive and pull in their driveway, and it's exactly one And that was a huge sign with my friend's mother who opened the door for me before her husband had passed. 1-11 and 11-11 were very important to him. And he was always saying that these were good signs and he appreciated them. So she opened the door and I said, guess what time it is? She's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yep, 1-11. And she goes, it's a God wink. And I guess there's a a book out that talks about these different signs that we get that are beyond coincidence called God Winks.
1: Well, I have to say, like, you pulling into the driveway at 111, it totally has to be a sign because, I mean, everything happened to make you delay yourself. So it's just the synchronicity, you just can't deny that.
0: Right. Especially when I think it was like a three-hour drive and it ended up being like four hours and whatever minutes to make it 111. I mean... You can't make that stuff up.
1: Right. Well, like your 111 is like my 1010 that I see. So anytime I feel like there's a change coming in my life, I start to see the number 1010 10 over and over and over and over again. I feel like it has to do with like creating your own reality. But anytime I see that number, it's one of those things that I know that there's going to be a big change that's coming in my life. You can see it every now and then by itself. But when I see it in a group like three or four times or five times a day, I know there's a big change usually coming in my life. And then to me, it's always funny because I know – once when the change is going to be happening or when it's done, because I'll see one eleven once when it's done, like it's just one minute more, like it's already yeah. gone by. It's really interesting. That's very cool.
0: Ten ten is important with my daughter Joelle as well. It always seems to happen. She starts to see it a lot. She knows it's it's a sign for her. Along with that, she'll get dreams about snakes. And she is scared to death of snakes but snakes are all about change so she'll see that and she'll know that there's a big change coming recently she's been dreaming about snakes and their house wasn't even up for sale but somebody put an offer in on their house and it it's actually a really good thing so i think that was kind of that preparing her for this change that's coming cuz she's going to have to be yeah. moving yeah so it's it's so interesting how they work with us another number's thing for me is my birthday I will see 523 on license plates. Sometimes it's rare, but sometimes I will just see those three numbers. And then other times I'll see my whole 52367, and if anybody's doing the math, that makes me 29, on a license plate. And one time, my friend louie and i had gone down to acres of wildlife for mediums weekend and i had been telling him how i've been getting the sign of my birthday and i said and i see it on license plates i'll see it on the clock you know just to let me know that i really feel like either positive things are coming or i'm on the right path and i said and sometimes i see the whole thing five two three six seven that wasn't out of my mouth for like a minute or two, and I drive by this car and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And I point it out, and Louis goes, "Are you kidding me?" And it literally was five, two, three, six, seven, right in in the correct order and everything.
1: That's crazy. I love numerology. I don't know if you looked much into numerology, but each number has its own unique meaning and its own unique definition. So, for example, like one represents creation, two represents duality, union, balance. 3 represents usually a catalyst or catalytic energy that's changing. Then you have 4 which usually represents structure, 5 represents change, 6 represents communication, 7 represents reflection, uh 8 represents movement in the right direction, 9 represents attainment, getting to the point where you need to, and 10 represents completion of cycle. I've always loved numbers and I always loved how they play around with me. So there was this one time when I was living down in Auburn, it was one of those things that I would go for little rides. And it was a great way of kind of meditating, kind of clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts. And what I've noticed was every time I would have like this kind of like question in my mind or kind of this pondering of a certain circumstance or things like that, I felt this intuitional nudge to look over. And I would see on the mailbox, it would have certain numbers and it somehow always correlated to exactly what i was thinking or what i was feeling at that time so like for example i would see like 518 which means that there's a change there's a creation within the change and it's going to be putting me into the right direction and i remember my father always saying to me because he was a math teacher that god is the best mathematician that is up there
0: I love how spirit works with us in in so many creative ways. Another thing that I've noticed is music. Mm. Like if you happen to have a song that just keeps going over and over in your head, pay attention to the lyrics because a lot of times it's a sign. And I can't remember if I've told this story on this podcast before, but there was this one time I was dating this guy and we are literally kissing and this song pops in my head. And I can't remember the the name of the song at this point, but the, the lyrics were, you're with the wrong guy. You're with the wrong guy. It just kept going over and over. And I finally went, okay. And, you know, <laughs> He became my friend after that. I put him in the friend zone. That was over with. Like, they completely ruined that for me.
1: (laughs) It's like a a Linkin Park song. It's Waiting for the End. I kept hearing that song over and over and over again because it was in my car, my CD. But it was one of those things. I kept listening to that song over and over and over again. And for some reason, when I was listening to that, I was having some trouble with a friend. And I knew the friendship was coming to an end. I just intuitively knew. But that song kept playing over and over and over again. Yeah, later on, our friendship did kind of end. But it's weird how, like, kind of spirit was kind of giving me, hey, giving you forewarning, something's going to happen with this friendship. It's no longer probably going to exist. Yeah. Those, so they kind of gave me a little mm-hmm. heads up. Yeah.
0: S- subtle nudges sometimes are not so subtle if you're paying attention. But Very true. Yeah. yeah, and like the song "Iris" by the Goo Goo Dolls has been so important to me. And I, I believe I've told the story about that first reading that I did, and and the woman was saying everything made sense, but what was her mother's name and. I kept trying to listen because this is when I first started out. This is before my miracle healing and all of that. So it was more impressions than actually hearing them like I do now. But I heard the song Iris going through my head and I said, I don't know, but for some reason I'm hearing this song, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And I started to sing, I give up forever to tattoo. And she looked at me and she goes, wait, what's the name of the song? And I said, Iris. And she goes, that's my mom's name. So it was like, oh, yay. You know, it was such a good thing. And then um, there was another time that I had done this meditation with actually Darlene Flood, who is another medium in this area. And it was a, a group that was connecting us with the angels. And She had described what her experience was, and I had a very similar experience during the meditation that she took us through to, I believe it was Archangel Gabriel at the time. And on the way home, you know, the logical thoughts start kicking in. Did that really happen? Did I feel that because that's what she said she felt? And was it, you know, the whole suggestive thing? And um, so I asked for a sign is, you know, did I really connect with the Archangel Gabriel? Well, at the time, Iris was not a big popular song. I heard that on the way home. So I was like, oh, there's my sign. I did connect with Gabriel. And then, you know, by the time I'm home, five minutes later, Logical thought, "Ah, oh, it's a coincidence. It's whatnot. Well, the next morning, I wake up, and that song is playing on the radio. And I'm like, okay. Okay, I get it.
1: It's a sign. And yeah. I also think, like, sometimes Spirit will talk to you through – many different ways. I mean, like, for example, I was out on the road the other day with some friends. We're kind of going looking for some chaga and whatnot, doing some redneck kind of things. One of my friends is like, I think that's a piece. So we pulled over, stop, And then my friend, she starts walking down the road and our friend Shannon's with us. And His spirit guide is a bear, so we always refer to, like, hey, is bear around? Well, my friend, she was walking down the road, and she looks over, and she's like, Peter, you gotta come see this, you gotta come see this. I walk over, and I look, and I see this bear face in, like, a wood burr on the tree, and we were like, holy crap. So we all went over and we looked. And I'm like, I feel like we're going to see a bunch of chaga here. So we ended up going into the woods in that area. And there was tons of chaga all around us. So I feel like it's one of those, even like your spirit guides will work with you in subtle ways that you may not know or pick up on, unless if you're looking forward to. Oh,
0: absolutely. And that reminds me of another story with, with my friend Louie. I remember telling him that I had a guy named Grey Wolf just this one time and at the time Louie and I were taking classes together and he had gone out to i believe it was Canada to go to an event and on the way out there he was describing how you know different things with native american was popping up in his mind and um, a trailer passed him that said gray wolf on it and it was so in his face the whole time that he was out there when he got back one of the first things he said was all right who is Gray Wolf and what he got to do with me? And it was just like, oh, it's so cool. But I knew my guide was working with him. And, you know, I I think there's a very similar energy between Louie and I. And, you know, we did our Power and Belief events, and we used to do gallery readings together and all this stuff I miss. And Louie, if you're listening, we need to do it again. But it, it just was so in his face, and it just made me feel so validated because, you know, I'm aware of Grey Wolf, but to have somebody else talk about Grey Wolf was was amazing, and it was such validation to me. That's awesome.
1: I think that's a great thing that you brought up, too, which is the fact that, like, you can always ask your guides. You can always ask Spirit as well to be able to kind of show you signs, show you something. And what I've noticed is that... The understanding and the knowledge that you have is what spirit has to be able to work with you on giving you messages. So, more that you study like numerology, more that you study symbology of animals, more that you study just symbology or just anything in general, it could be music and whatnot, that's how they're going to communicate to you through. And so that way that you know you're getting a right message or something along those lines.
0: Yeah. And we talked earlier about how we believe that we can set intentions so we can get signs by saying, "Okay, if I'm on the right path, then I want to see a red car in front of me. And sure enough, it's, it's going to happen. Um, it might not happen right that minute. It might be you know 10 minutes. It might be two hours or, or the next day. But at some point, that red car is going to show up and it's going to stand out to you or certain license plates. And one time I was thinking about a friend of mine, and I was wondering how this person was doing. And literally on my way to work, I pull up behind this truck that had this guy's last name on it. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I just felt that he's good, he's fine. There's nothing I need to do. So be open to those signs. There are so many ways the spirit works with us. And like we were talking earlier as well about if somebody says something to you and then you know somebody else later says the same thing to you. And if you basically, if you're hearing advice or a line, you know, two to three times, that's spirit working through your friends and family to get a message to you. So pay attention to those things that are repeated.
1: Speaking of setting intentions, I remember when I was taking your class, Melissa, we were in a guided meditation, and the lesson that you wanted to teach us was sending intentions and using symbology to be able to have your guides be able to communicate with you. So I remember you were telling us, okay, so if a person is going to be traveling – What do you see? And we all got different things. Some would see like a cruise ship, some would see a plane, or luggage or something along those lines. I remember you asking, what do you see for money? I remember I saw I think a stack of bills, somebody else saw some coins, somebody else saw a money bag, you can set with your guides on what you want to be able to see and what you feel like they're going to communicate with you to be able to get those messages.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I find that I still use symbols, you know, even 20 years into it. Sometimes I will just get, you know, a flash of something and I know what that means to me. So I convey that to my client, even though I can hear them. Sometimes it's still, it's just, it's about getting that symbol and getting that feeling with it. Oh, I'm seeing a cruise ship. You're going to be traveling. Or I'm seeing a palm tree, so you're going someplace tropical. Um, And probably that's on my mind because, you know, I'm about to go to Cancun. But, yeah. And so pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to quick visions. Pay attention to things that just draw your eye for no reason. I mean, there's, there's so many things like that that we are oblivious to during our regular waking hours.
1: Yeah, And there's a bunch of books out there, too, and references that people can be able to purchase that will actually kind of tell you some of these symbologies. Or even a quick Google search will be able to help kind of answer some of those things.
0: Yeah, definitely Google. Love him. In class, a lot of times, like I will talk people through different guided meditations. And depending on what they see, like sometimes it's an animal or whatever, I will always Google spiritual meaning of whatever. And it's amazing how it will so relate to whatever is going on in their lives at that point. So use Google, my friends. Um, anyone else, Peter? I think we should talk about how the average person can know that their spirit loved one is around them if they don't have a medium with them. Um, like, for instance, if a loved one just pops in your head without a logical thought process to get you there, like, you know, sometimes you're thinking about something which leads to a thought, which leads to a memory to, you know, somebody being in your head, but then there's other times where they just pop on in there. Know that that's because you're picking up on the energy of them being with you. Or sometimes, you know, if you get that feeling you're not alone and you're looking over your shoulder and doing that thing, know that that's usually a loved one that's that's come to visit. Um, sometimes people just know instinctively, they recognize that energy. Sometimes it triggers that grief response. So like all of a sudden you're overly emotional about somebody's passing where you thought you had dealt with it. Like my friend Jamie, when she passed for weeks, and I deal very well with death because I know they're in a a better place than what we are, but there would be times where I'm just like overwhelmed with grief and would start to cry. And then I start to recognize that, okay, she's with me. You know, her energy is with me and I am missing that energy and that's what's triggering that grief response. And also, if it's an 80-degree day and all of a sudden you get chills because <laughs> yep. that happens. And I've heard some people say, you know, I'll smell the perfume or their cologne or smell smoke or, or things like that. So pay attention to all your senses. You know, when weird things like that happen, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and, and I call it tapping in. And just see how you're feeling or what thoughts are going through your mind. And that will help bring that energy in closer so that you can have a a more energetic experience. The more you're focused on it, the more it will kind of bring it to life. I just feel like I also want to tell people that spirit is always around you. You're never, ever, 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 ever alone, even when you think you want to be. When I first opened the door to the spirit realm, it was constant, constant talking. There was conversations going on in my head, even when I was having a regular human one. And There's this one story of, you know, one of my guides is my great aunt. Her name was Frida. And so Frida was working with me, helping me with my clairvoyance. She would show me images and say, okay, what did you see? And so I would, you know, think what I thought and describe what I thought. And then she passed me on to another guide. And I remember a couple of weeks of this other guide and I hadn't heard from Aunt Frida. And I thought, huh, I haven't heard from Aunt Frida. And then bang, there she was. And I thought, what, you guys were a beeper, and when we think of you, it goes off and you know to come to us? And she said, no, but that was a good analogy, and it has something to do with the energy of the thought, which, you know, I I don't have enough knowledge about that to really explain it, but it was a good analogy. So know that when you do think of your loved ones, they are right there with you. You don't have to go to the grave site. You don't have to go to where they transitioned. They are there always.
1: Yeah, I imagine it kind of like an energy cord that you have with them. So as soon as you start to kind of tap into that and think of them, it sends a signal right to that energy cord right through them to them. And they can just come right through.
0: Yeah. And you know, else I believe if you have an object or something of the loved one that's passed, like uh, I have a friend of mine's like pocket watch you know, or I have a picture of my friend Jamie, when I'm holding those objects, I feel like that really brings that energy in closer. So if you do really want to feel the energy of your loved one, hold one of their objects, something that you have from them, and that will help pull that in tighter. Another interesting story that I have about asking for signs and receiving them one time, I was asked to go do a healing for this person at the hospital. And it was the first healing I had ever done. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I was hearing my guides, and they were saying that the angels were working with me. So just trust. So I got there, and there was this gentleman in the bed, and I felt like he needed to roll over on his side. And so he rolled over on his side, and I put my hands on his back. And I, my hands started to move by themselves, and they just kind of like were pulling, acting like they were pulling something off of him or out of him. And I saw this dark mass in between my hands, and my hands just moved together, and it was like we just squished the blackness away and rubbed my hands, and I was done. And I'm like, holy cow, I didn't move my hands. Who moved my hands? And so, you know, without thinking of it logically, my first reaction was the angel's Did work with me. You know, there's no way that I didn't know what I was doing. They just used my body as the tool for the energy and they just moved it however they needed it. But by the time I got to the parking lot, I was like, did that really happen? You know, is that my imagination? You know, because there's so much doubt when you're first in this type of business. Oh, yeah. And I was going to look for a place. And this is, it was a really long time ago. And I was looking for a place to open a shop like this. And I drove past the street that I was looking for. And I realized I drove past and I had asked for a sign. So I immediately put my blinker on to turn left so that I could turn around. And as I pulled into this parking lot to turn around, I look up and it said, Angel's Hair Care and Natural Healing. And it was like this, wham, that is a sign. And then, of course, later on, I heard the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls again, which I can't remember if I mentioned this earlier, but it's in the City of Angels soundtrack, and that's why I associate it with the Angels, um, which is an amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's really good. But, yeah, it was just one of those in-my-face kind of signs that...
1: You can't get any more clear than that. Yeah,
0: right? Um, so as you guys know, the angels are very important to me because they did help me with the miracle healing. You know, I shouldn't be here to tell these stories, but they decided to keep me. So that's why my story is called Angel Connection is because I do feel like the angels work through me um, and have helped me to heal. So I, I think- can
1: tell you, like knowing you for long enough. I can definitely see that and see why the story is called Angel Connection and see the miracles and things that you do to people and how you just raise people's vibrations. It's definitely, they want you here for a reason.
0: And they are real. I, you know, I actually think I was skeptical before all this stuff started to open. You know, I don't know if I believe in angels. I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I don't know if I, well, now I do. There's no question can't deny it there's right in your face there's Yep. (laughs) yep i'm a complete believer now So, oh, Peter, I believe that brings us to our product pick, and it's your turn this week. What did you pick?
1: I picked rune stones. Uh, rune stones are actually something that I kind of delved into myself and looked more into. I've always kind of seen them, didn't really know much about them. But when looking into them, I found there's just a variety of ways of being able to do communications. And the reason why I picked them is because each stone or each little marker has actually a little symbology or a little symbol on it. And it's cool because... Each one has its own unique representation or its own unique message to it. So, for example, there's one called ISA, which is also known as ICE. It has to do with suspension, delay, stillness, and frustration. And then you also have, like, JIRA. JIRA represents year, conclusion, harvest, and a life cycle. So there's many different things. And the way you do them is you kind of just lay them out and pick them out according to a different layouts and things that they are available. Uh, And you get a message from it. It's kind of like a divination tool. So I think they're just really fascinating. And I think it's really cool because I think the symbols are really beautiful.
0: Yeah, they are. And Peter currently has uh, amethyst rune stones in front of him, and they're just beautiful. Um, we do have a couple of other kinds here. There's one that's various stones and one that's white resin. Oh, and you can get rune stones here at our store, Angel Connection, for Union Street, Suite 24, Bangor, Maine. And on our website at angelconnection11.com, just go to our shop page and you can click on shop and all of our products pop up there as well. And we do do curbside delivery. And that concludes another episode of Angel Connection Presents Exploring the Unexplained. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share with all your friends and family. And if you would like to join us for a meditation, hang right on with us. So get into a comfortable position. And we're going to start by taking those three long deep breaths. Releasing when it's comfortable for you. On your second breath, breathe in just a little bit deeper and hold for just a little bit longer. And then when you get to your third deep breath, breathe in as deep as you can. Hold it for the count of three and then release. And keep taking these long deep breaths as you visualize white light coming down from above. See it fill you up as if you're an empty glass. So see your feet turning white. See it going up into your legs, past your knees, up into your hips, filling up your core, going down into your arms, past your elbows, past your wrists, all the way to your fingertips. See it going up into your neck and head. So you're seeing yourself as all white. And then see that white light extend beyond your body two to three feet and think to yourself I'm surrounding myself by the white light of God, divine love, the angels, positive energy, whatever feels comfortable for you. And then I'd like you to use your imagination and see you on a path in the woods. Everything is rich in color. The sky is a brilliant blue. The leaves of the trees are so bright green. It's a warm day. If you listen close, you might hear birds chirping or insects buzzing. Or even small critters scurrying through the forest floor. You see the sun shining through the trees, making a beautiful pattern on the ground. This pattern moves gently with the breeze, shifting and changing, and everything just feels so peaceful and calm. And you continue to walk, and just ahead of you is an animal on the path. This is the spirit animal for you. Don't question what you see just allow it to happen and the animal waits as you slowly walk closer once you get closer you can see into this animal's eyes and you realize that you can communicate with this animal this animal lets you know that he is here to protect you and guide you on this journey. As you start to continue your walk, this animal falls in place beside you, walking along, and then you come to a clearing and you step into this clearing and it's a beautiful opening in the woods And there's a small little cabin in the middle of this clearing. It just looks so peaceful and quaint. And you decide to go check it out. As you approach, the door opens. And you recognize this person as a spirit guide. You start to see everything about this person in detail. And you can see that he or she is inviting you in. So you head on into this cabin and your spirit guide invites you to sit down. And I'm going to give you a few moments to just connect with your spirit guide and ask any questions that you would like to ask. It's now time to thank your spirit guide, see yourself getting up from your sitting position and walking back to the door where your spirit animal is still waiting. This spirit animal knows so much about you. Feel free to ask this spirit animal any questions you'd like as you make your way back down the path knowing that this energy of this animal will stay with you guiding and protecting even when you are not in meditation so take your time but come back to the room when you're ready